Welcome back to the Andrew Skiles Show. This week we have my good friend Kendall Traby, originally from Chandler, Arizona, and majoring in business and management. How's it going, Kendall? Good. How are you? Not too bad. It's still cold out here. Yeah. More, more snow in the forecast, but... Yep, I'm hanging in there. We'll try our best. So let's just kind of hop right into it. Okay. What exactly is business management? Um, I, w- I would say that business management is kind of more of a broad area of any company or business in general. Um, it really oversees a lot of different areas and you manage a lot of people. So you do deal with a lot of, you know, employees and kind of you're more their superior. So they look up to you too. So it's all about strategy and connections with those below you. Um, just kind of managing all the aspects a business has to offer. So it's, it's probably looking more for like a corporate. Yeah, definitely. Design. I, I mean, it can be implemented anywhere really, but it has a corporate design. Yeah, it's effective there. And what was your original major when you came to UNL? I was, so I was first undecided and then I was business administration just because I think my personality would align with business in general. Um, and then I switched to business management. I just thought kind of with more of my leadership skills, um, I could, you know, facilitate that towards leading individuals better. I mean, management positions you have to work up to, but you can start and then work up and show them what you have. And I know I have qualities that kind of fit that better. So Yeah, and there's probably a little bit of overlap between business administration and business management. Yeah, there's overlap between, I would say, a lot of the business degrees. You know, marketing, you utilize that in management, you know, um, you manage the marketing, te- marketing team, you know, stuff like that. So it's all integrated um, and it's kind of good to have all the views. That's why the business college has you take, you know, all majority of classes. Yeah. Cause end of the day you are trying to lead a business and so you're gonna have to use every, right. You need outlook. all perspectives. Yeah. Yep. And that, that kind of transitions well into our next question. What are some of the classes like at the business college? Yeah. So it's, reflecting back on my college experience i'm a senior so i'm graduating in may um it's been like all over the place there's all areas so i've taken like a supply chain class and we've had to learn how to you know make charts and regression models in a tool called jump um there's a marketing class where we have to formulate a promotional campaign i'm in that right now for a company around lincoln and um, but i also one of my favorites was i was in a class called management 411 and um we had the opportunity to take $10,000 from donors and decide which nonprofit in Lincoln we could um, give that to, whether it be we divide it or give it as a whole to one. And that was really just perspective changing as well as it really gave you kind of practice on how to utilize the money given to you efficiently, um, work as a team. We had to decide as a whole class. We had to down from like, I don't remember how many applicants, maybe like, 18 or something to you know four mm-hmm. um so it was you know and there was debate and there was conflict and you, you learn to work through that and so a lot of the classes they'll start you know you start freshman year with terms and you know like just book stuff but then you get hands-on and it's very beneficial like you take that with you wherever you go now yeah i know for the journalism college we kind of start with a auditorium style classes as mm-hmm. freshmen and then as you keep going on and on and on the classes get smaller and smaller. Right. Where it's more of a maybe 12 to 18 people in a classroom. And I've noticed that with those, I personally feel like I learned a lot more. In the smaller ones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that how you feel as well? 
Yes, actually. I mean, ours, the, the business college is big. There's a lot of students in there. So like mine downgrades to about 50 in a class. But yeah, I do feel like, and then you have more interpersonal relationships. You learn a lot more. You focus better too, almost. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think, are you guys the biggest college on campus? I don't know. I don't know about health and sciences. We might be. If you're not, I think it'd be close. Close, definitely. Yeah. And so some of those classes, I know I've had buddies that major in, say, finance or major in accounting. Would you have to take accounting at some point and all those? Yep. There's there's prereqs and stuff. So Mm -hmm. you take, you know, just the two basic accounting classes sophomore year or a basic finance class or two sophomore junior year so yeah it all builds up like i said you literally hit kind of every avenue in a sense yeah because i was wondering if maybe you kind of swayed more like a marketing side with your major compared to having to do all of those other combined business classes yeah what was accounting like i've always heard that accounting is not fun i i didn't so there was accounting 201 and 202 i didn't like 202. 202 was difficult, and that was like more broad terms of accounting. 201 was one you took before that, and it was very credit equals debit, you know, balance sheets. It was actually really interesting to me, mm-hmm. but it took a lot of work for me. Like, I was going to office hours all the time, you know, so that's how I kind of knew maybe that wasn't my field to go into as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to take a lot of math, don't you, for the business college? I came in with at least dual enrollment from high school, so I didn't have to take like any of the 100-level math classes, so I got lucky there because I heard those aren't Yeah, I took great. 104 calculus. Was it hard? Yeah, that's when I found out that I was not going to be in the business college because I was, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was actually business administration. Oh, you were? I was, and I took calculus 104. Was not that good at it. Struggled. And so so that's you're when like, I, not math. Yeah, I, I realized that my hopes of being on the stock market were quickly d- really? dwindling. Stock market. That's a big dream. Yes. And so I, I started looking at other avenues and that's when I kind of found journalism and I've liked broadcasting a lot. I got to take kind of contemporary type math classes and those were very nice. Like it's, it's uh statistics, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. So. You still have those. Yep. I mean, it's a very, you know, modern field to go into upcoming and podcasts are becoming such a huge thing now. And yeah, it's, it's something I enjoy for sure. Yeah. With the business college, there's been a new business college built on campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that like? It's when I first went in it, I thought it was a museum. Like it's very, you know, marble floors, glass walls, but I'm a natural light person and our old building was like a maze like to get to classes they like an added on part of it too that made mm-hmm. it even more confusing there really wasn't anywhere for anyone to study or meet like there was no like common area they had that one area that that sat like yeah. 20 people mm-hmm. yeah yeah in a college of thousands of kids yeah. yeah so this new one's first of all it's really organized as well like it has different corners for different departments you know where your teacher's office you know falls like what class obviously they're in the supply chain department um mm-hmm. Then they have this, like, middle area called the atrium, and literally hundreds of kids meet up there, study all day there, and there's so many breakout rooms, classrooms are easy to find, classrooms accommodate everyone. It's just really modern and upcoming, and it makes everything a lot more easier and efficient, too. Yeah, I I know. I I walked through it one time, and then one thing that I noticed very quickly was the amount of electronics in the classroom. Yeah, they're very up-to-date. They have, like, the new projectors, new touchscreen, you know devices to switch and it's very techy too because something we've talked about on the show a few times 
mostly with the journalism kids because I see it firsthand, but we talk about how the journalism college has been developing and expanding as the, the new age of media and electronics and all that stuff keeps building. And so it's cool to see that the business college also sees that and the need for it right? in ways that they can improve. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of a strategy just for UNL in general to stay up and up to date on technology in their buildings as well. You know, kids will be more sold on that. They like when things have the newest devices and newest projectors. And we also know how to operate those too. You mm-hmm. know, we just kind of learned that through growing up. So our I watched some of my professors who, you know, maybe in an older generation and they struggle with the technology there. Yeah, And that's just how it is. We kind of know how to do it. They may not, but... Yeah, I, I can't imagine how how difficult that would be that you're you're trying to teach through this this new wave of technology that, that is what kids want or students want and they understand how it works but you don't. Yeah. Like can you imagine I bet they feel kind of embarrassed and I, they've had to call like the, I've had a couple of professors call the tech guy in just in class to come help them with, you know, something. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to go up there and try to show up our professor. If they ask for help, then yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, especially I don't want to go up there and then maybe I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and then you mess up. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And with the business college, I know the journalism college has a bunch of different out um, outlets, I guess you could say, uh, for ways different other ways to get involved. You joined right. a business fraternity. I did, yeah. Delta Sigma Pi. Um, Just a frat boy now. <laughs> I am also in Pi Beta Phi, so I'm a sister and a brother, and I don't know how I'm doing that, but I'm doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, see, it it made it a lot more prominent and easier to get into that, too, just the new building in general. It just advertises better. Um, you find opportunities easier. You know you know more. You really you just – knowledge is power, and you gain a lot just from, like, the new displays. Just the new building in general has better promotion tools. And so with your business fraternity – what do you guys kind of use? Is it kind of almost like a, a business club? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we have like rituals and, you know, secret, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like a normal fraternity does. Yeah. But um, we also, it's it's like networking. You know, it's entirely just these members are coming into college. They're all business students, right? Um, they're joining. We want to help them out as much as possible in this club. You know, there's so many connections to out-of-state areas where we have you know maybe fellow brothers um, who work for a company and can offer us positions it's a lot of networking we have professional events we have social events we also uh, operate this closet called the career closet where any business student can come in and get two free pieces of clothing business clothing so yeah like a suit or dress pants so we work that as well that we kind of started and implemented here at UNL too and so with that is it it's like a renting process I would guess no, once you, you come in, you get it, and it's yours. It's yours. Mm-hmm. So my you guess get, is to use that for interviews. and Right, interviews. Yep, you know, people aren't as fortunate as some of us, so mm-hmm. if they need these clothings, you know, it's really resourceful. That's actually really cool. I, I never knew something like that existed. Yeah, yep, it's it's a work in process. A lot of the word of mouth is traveling now, and more people are knowing about it because mm. it it's kind of hard to – it's in like the advising office at COB, so it's kind of hard to go find. Okay. But yeah. And how did you how did you get involved in the fraternity? Um, I just so, and I'll explain later on when I you know just talk about things I wish I had done differently. But I was I had done I worked through Pi Phi and I had been on the executive team at Pi Beta Phi and then I was kind of like 
okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that part again. So now I do kind of have time to get involved in something else. And that was junior year. Um, and I found this business fraternity. And I know it looked good on my resume. It'd be great to just meet new people. I mean, you really want to milk networking while you're in college. You yeah. know, you want to do mm-hmm. everything you can. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, just check it out. At least try to get in and see how it goes. And then I got in and stuff. And it was it was hard work. We had like a huge quiz each week. and um, But it was really worth it because I met so many people. And yeah, yeah, I have definitely also met some of your friends through the business fraternity. And yeah, I believe that Spencer Ritchie and Andershack are also involved in it. They're in a different one. Oh, but there's, so there's two. multiple. There's two. Yeah. AK Psi is a different one. I'm in Delta Sigma Pi, but yeah, I think they're in that one because they're not in mine. Is there, what's the difference between the two of them or it's just, I'm not just sure. Two of them? I'd, I mean, they're both fraternities, right? So it's more secretive. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I don't know as much about AK Psi, but <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll try not to find out on my own. Yeah, you will. <laughs> but that's cool. I, I never really knew that stuff like that exists. I know the journalism college, we have something that's similar, but I think ours is more of a club Yeah. that my buddy um, Jeremy Davis runs and it's for broadcasting. And I've gone to a few of those. And so it's interesting. And I like that the the university gives you opportunities to expand yourself outside of the classroom. Yes, absolutely. Well, and let alone, I now know so many people in my classes just because of joining this fraternity too. So it really just provides you in and out resources. You and know? how many people are in the fraternity? Um, about 170, I think. Wow. So that, that's huge. That'd be like one of the biggest frats on campus. I might be wrong. That, I'm probably wrong. I it's don't probably know. over a hundred though. It's probably, yes. Yeah. Uh, about a hundred. I don't, I guess I'm not really good at guessing. Numbers. Do you guys have formal dances? Yeah, we do. We have one, um, and it's for our philanthropy and all the proceeds go to Spina Bifida. So. It's kind of like philanthropy slash formal in one, in and, a sense. And what is spina, spina bifida? What is it? Oh. <laughs> spina bifida, yeah. yeah. It's just... It's an organization. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's a charity. With the new business college. I kind of want to shift back to that, because it, it is a beautiful building on campus. Yeah. It's huge. It. I'm a little sad, because it doesn't blend well with the other buildings on campus. No, it stands out. Completely. And it blocks some view of the stadium, which is my favorite part, but yeah. that's okay. When you're driving down Vine, like I do every morning, yep. I no longer see a stadium anymore. I'm sorry. But with the <laughs> with the new building, you can you talked a little bit about how it's there's sections of it that are more designed for classes. So your professor's on this section compared to another section. I'm guessing that's really nice for students, maybe not you at this point, but maybe like a younger student where they're trying to go in for office hours yeah. and it's easier to find the professor. Oh, absolutely. It's it's it kind of runs where basement, first and second floor are classrooms and then third through I think it's fifth is the highest. Each corner of those next floors is one, you know, area mm-hmm. actuarial science accounting supply chain. So, you know, obviously which class you're taking, what area your professor falls under. Yeah. Um, and of course they include that in the syllabus, but it is so much easier to find cuz you just know, okay, that's third floor and that's that corner. You know what I mean? So you, mm-hmm. it is a lot easier to find other than walking around. And- yeah, because I remember freshman year, my microeconomics professor, her office hours, or office, I should say, was in Burnett Hall. It was not in, in – Yeah, It was see? not in CBA. They're included too. Which you guys also changed the name. We can say it real quick. The old business college was College of Business, business Administration, Administration and now it's College of, of business. business. I which- like that better. 
Well, it makes sense. I mean, not everyone's just business administration. Exactly. So. I, I think it kind of shows that there are different majors inside business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind, but, of, kind of off the top of your head, do you think – how many different majors do you think are inside the business college? Oh, my God. It's kind of a hard question. It's a but. very hard question. Well, I mean, you can hit anywhere from economics to actuarial science. It, it does depend because there are minors kind of that get involved, maybe data analytics. I bet we, I bet we could – we could probably say around thirty plus. We could, yep. Which is incredible. That's, I mean, that's in that's this one reason huge building. Well, that's a whole reason why they built the whole big thing, you know, so we could all be together. Because, like I said, we all take those prerequisite classes together, mm-hmm. and so we all can utilize having the common space to work on them together as well. Yeah. You know, so it's easier that way too. And, and the new building has a, a a lot of really big assembly halls, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Really big. In the basement, there's a huge one. Um, I mean, it, it accommodates everyone comfortably. It ma- it, they made sure of that when they were building this. They said, you know, this needs to accommodate the max amount of students we can have in a classroom and, mm-hmm. you know, situations like that. So, yeah, it's very comfortable, very nice. And so us in the journalism college, we have a capstone project, which mm-hmm. I'm doing right now with you. Yeah. Do you guys have a senior project that you guys have to do or just – keep just taking classes um it's a little different and i think it's actually because of how many students we actually have as well but it i mean i know my friend's a marketing major and she has a marketing capstone and a management cap like the overall Mm. business capstone so she's two but i'm all i have is just my single business capstone and that one we are in groups and we're running like a simulation so we're literally running a company globally so it's like this online program that we use so it's it's hands-on and it's kind of a project built in for us but it's really cool i'm learning so much things i never would have even considered yeah you know about a business i'm learning to think about and analyze so and how many people are in this project or in my group or my group's four of us so there's four of us yeah running this company we're running it in latin america europe um Asia Pacific and then North America. So that's kind of giving you kind of a global yes, business. It's huge. Book. Yeah. Yeah. And we analyze, you know, tariffs and I, I mean, every little piece, like we were, do we build a new production site in Asia Pacific? How is our demand there? Like it's mm-hmm. hands on and it's hard, but it's really beneficial. That is, that is really cool. I've, I guess I've never heard about anything like that. And yeah. I could see how you would take, all the things you would learn from that, from, like you said, the tariffs to the demand in another part of the world and be able to take that with you as you go on and say you're not doing international business. Right. You could still take the stuff you learned and just put it at a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, that can be taken with me for sure as I go into companies. and. Kind of talking about international business. Did you ever have to take any classes for international business? Um, I took international economics, and that was the only one. But that was kind of more my elective, I believe. So I okay. chose, yeah, that one. Yeah. I mean, it was really cool just analyzing, you know, different demand rates and how tariffs affect that. And it was, is, is it a lot different than business classes more veered towards, say, regional? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't they don't touch other countries or any, you know, they don't. Mm-hmm. I that, that was the only class that touched even the numeric value of... Mm-hmm. you know, trading or anything. So 
yeah, no, these classes are mainly focused on just, like, broader concepts still, you know, strategy, oh, okay. but okay. implementing strategy in a company, you know. So it's focused, but it's not – it's a different focus, you mm -hmm. know, different area, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we could go a route – everyone always kind of wants to know with certain majors. Mm -hmm. What are some of the classes you may not have enjoyed or yeah. something that you, you wish you could change in a way? That's very hard. Um, one of them would be Supply Chain 350. Um, so that one, that was the one where I mentioned earlier where you learn the jump program. And it is very difficult. And it does depend on your professor. Mm -hmm. My professor wasn't very helpful. So it was a lot of, you know, hands-on and practicing and trying to figure it out and failing. <laughs> Not at the class, but, you know, it, yeah. figuring it out. and. I mean, it does teach you that how to teach yourself, but that one's difficult, but everyone has to take it. You know, mm -hmm. everyone in the business college, like, bonds over disliking that class. Yeah, so, I, I think I think every class, every college, I should say, has something like that, where yeah. everyone knows, oh, you know, I'm, I'm approaching that point in my junior year, I have to take this class, mm -hmm. it's going to stink. Yep. And it's almost like a ritual. It is. But then again, it almost like helps build relationships that way too, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but another one would be probably business law. I mean, the professor, he was great and it, it was very, you know, wordy and mm -hmm. the terminology just throws you off. And But there was five tests and it, I swear it was like every, it was like I'd take one of the tests and then a week and a half later I'd be studying for the next one. It was just exhausting. And then there was the papers in between. Just very, he had a lot for yeah, us to do. I, <laughs> That's funny you say that because I think we are now at a hundred percent of everyone that's coming on the show has talked about the law school or the law class that they have to take. Oh, really? College is the worst because here we have mass media law, which is very similar to business law. Okay. And it it was just it was difficult because I'd never really taken law mm -hmm, or right. a law class, right? And I had to kind of learn how court works, I guess. Yeah. No, and, yeah, there are terms. And it didn't help that the how they wrote the um, cases or the stuff we had to read was just very dull. <laughs> very dull. Very, you know, all they use is the terminology. It's almost like they need to give us like a intro to law, mm -hmm. you know, hear the words and definitions like five-week class or something, you know, so yeah. we know what to do. I was actually talking about that with a buddy that we almost would have preferred maybe in the summer they they gave you a, a zero-credit-hour class or a one-credit-hour class for mm -hmm. You just kind of understood more aspects of how a courtroom works or how the laws work. I agree with that. I think not – I mean, even if it's not targeted towards preparing you for B-Law, I think everyone could benefit from that. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of people are very uneducated, I myself included. Yeah. So, you know, that would be really beneficial to me to learn that. And yeah. Google sometimes provides too much information. You're like, I wasn't looking for that, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> you when, know. You, when you go on WebMD and – yeah. You think that you have no. the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So going off that, with the new business school, my guess is they probably took a lot of people's complaints or feelings about the old school and yep. tried to change us for the Im improvement. Yeah. Is there anything else you would change? Is there anything else maybe you, you wish was a little different? or In the well, new College of Business? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's... He's kind of throwing you I on the spot. Yeah, I haven't thought of that question. I mean, I have had, genuinely, I have had no, my, this is not even like 
probably what you're looking for, but my one complaint was they didn't have like the water bottle fill things. Oh, you know, they the, only uh, had the regular fountains. So I was like, really? They spent all this money and they couldn't put these in, but they put them in this summer. So they're there now. So yeah. now I have no complaints. I really don't. It's an incredible building. Um, it makes everything maneuverable. You know, classes are easy and they're comfortable. They're mm-hmm. so comfortable. Like I actually have a class in Burnett's right now too. And I'm like, God, I did not miss this type of class. Yeah. You know, I can't even get in my desk. Like it's mm-hmm. stuff like that. Are, are the, are the desks bigger? It's, it's like more table based. It's more just like, like a round table around the room and then chair, rolling chairs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Stadium style. That was one thing I, I really did not like about auditorium classes was they, they have desks that I understand they're supposed to fill into the side of your seat. So then there's mm-hmm. no desk always up. But when my notebook is bigger than my desk. Then it's hard. Yeah. Well, they do. The I mean, a few of our big auditoriums are like that. Like the mm-hmm. desk fall out to the side. But it's roomy. Mm-hmm. You know, they made sure there was room in that. And the desk is a decent size. So. Yeah. I know that pretty much everyone on campus when you guys got that new, <laughs> that new building was... Very bummed and wish that they had that. I'm sorry, everyone. You chose your major. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I would have stayed for that point. I'm very lucky, yeah. I, I'm i thankful I got to experience it at least, you know. Mm-hmm. It didn't come in when I graduated. I would have hated that. And then kind of going, we can briefly touch into this, but what are some of the ways the business college has helped students find an internship or a job after graduation? Oh, my gosh, they help so much. So let alone my fraternity has so much that, I personally get from them, but say I wasn't in that and I was just a business student focused on finding stuff. So in that study atrium, they have like probably like 20 TVs just panned along the side of it that just flashing like announcements. So like, you know, when the career fair is coming up and you know, you know what time, you know where to go. And then it shows you a website and you can look at the list of who's there, what positions they're looking for, you know? So there's a lot of, it's very hands on in a sense, like Mm -hmm. it shows you Here's what we have offered, you know, take it and run with it. But um, also a cool thing they do is they do an employer in residence each week is what they call it. So through one of the main entrances, they have like a booth set up and each week it's a different company. And, you know, people go up to them, talk to them. They offer free shirts or cookies and stuff like that. But then you find out more about the company and they tell you what they're looking for job wise. So it's like small or smaller scale, single, you know, focused putting the career fair in the college of business yeah one by one week mm-hmm. by week you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's very it helps a lot it means some students really don't thrive in the big career fair arenas right so this yeah. helps them get the courage to go talk to the one booth and it, yeah and it gives the corporations kind of a a way to spotlight themselves, themselves. I, absolutely yep absolutely i mean and and then in those advertisements they have employer and residence this week you know nelnet or whoever mm-hmm. so then you see that and you're like oh i do like no i'll make sure to go talk to them you know they inform you ahead of time it's a lot of they have great communication tools and then we also get like weekly newsletters about you know here's we have these networking events going on and, or here's this week's important oh know, just, yeah i get those on monday morning at, i think like, I do too. 5 a.m yeah i'm like who's doing that she's <laughs> he or she's up early you know yeah. <laughs> all right well before we leave here what would what would be your advice for kids who are looking for a new major or thinking about joining the business school Um, so I would say that you really should look inside yourself first. So you really need to kind of almost literally write down what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And then, 
you know, if you have to do research or if you know enough just from that list itself, utilize that into a -hmm. degree, right? So, like, I knew that I would work well with people, that I'm organized, that I'm analytical, but yet practical, you know. So I could put that into a business and, Mm -hmm. you know, do well with it. Um, So I'd say look inside yourself first if you're struggling, if you're undecided. That's kind of what I did. I also talked to my parents. You know, get get advice from those around you, too, because they may see things in you that you don't know, the traits that you don't know you have. Um, But also, I would just say that I personally wish I had joined, like, Delta Sigma Pi when I was a freshman, even though I just joined, you know, my social, my Pi Beta Phi sorority i had wished that i'd started from the beginning so it may seem like a lot but like literally get involved in everything that you can and you know and if you have to funnel it down to a few things that's great but you you know you engulfed yourself in everything and and the thing about getting involved with a bunch of things early on is freshman i know i was i was like this you thought you'd be way too way too busy to do handle all that yeah but in reality it gives you a way to adjust quicker you get to meet more people and, and right. you learn ways that you can help yourself and not have to do all the work that you may would have done. I know when I joined the fraternity, I was doing all this work for this one class when in reality I didn't, I didn't need to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And then they, yeah. they taught me different ways to take my notes or different ways that I can improve myself. And so getting involved in those other clubs, let alone be a fraternity or an organization, whatever it is, right? I think it's always a great move. Yeah. It's always a great move. It can determine your current and your future you know i mean delta sigma pi has partnerships with like certain companies and mm-hmm. that could you know i can utilize that and help me get a job you know so what you're doing isn't just putting yourself through maybe a stressful situation like especially coming from out of state you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you understand that as well it's it's difficult you know you start from scratch completely you know so it helps if you just involve yourself with a lot you know literally milk networking is what like my advice is to anyone because this single person can help you land the job of your dreams and the location of your dreams. You know, you never know. You really don't. Yeah. And I, I like that advice a lot. I liked how you said to kind of sit down and figure out your strengths and weaknesses. I think a lot of people don't do that. I know I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to go to college undecided because I, I was almost nervous doing that for whatever reason. There's and kind of a stigma against it. A there little is. Bit too, and, so. and I don't know why, but. And then I was thinking, well, whatever I do, there's going to be a business involved in you. And so right, right. I decided to go business administration when, in reality, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I wish I would have sat down, kind of you said, or yeah. maybe gone to career services earlier on and just utilized more stuff on campus to figure out what I truly wanted right. to do. Right, yeah. I went to career services. I would also say that it's also okay to do what you did, Andrew. Like, it's okay to go through a major, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's kind of another way you figured out, you yeah. know, if... Because your we, strengths may align with a few different areas, too. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. And we are now five for five on people that have switched majors at least once in college. Yep. Which is very popular. I mean, yep. it, it, it's hard to find that place where you're going to, you know, you want to be at 18 years old. Yep. It is hard. I have met a few people in high school who, you know, had it all planned out. And I think it's different for them now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it does change. Yeah. You change as a person through yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kendall, thanks so much for coming on the show today. It was it was good to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun hearing about the business school. Yeah, I love that place. (laughs) Love that place. You've been listening to the Andrew Scott Show. Have a good one, guys.